Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers to their illnesses? Life is precious, and there's no time to spare. Do you have 10 years to find out what's causing your inflammation? Or 10 years to find out what's behind your thyroid condition? Or 10 years to find out what's behind your psoriasis and eczema? No, we don't. Every day is precious here. Every day matters. And if you've waited this long, and if you waited for a long time to find out why your injuries are not healing, to find out what's going on, how come something's not moving forward, if you've waited a long time, we're not going to wait much longer because we're going to get down to it, we're going to figure it out, and we're going to move forward. That's what it's all about at the show, and that's what the show's about. It's, It's about getting that information. It's about finding those answers and providing those answers so that you move forward. That's what it's about. So let's start the healing now. Today's show is about recovering from physical injuries. If you've ever suffered with a physical injury, you'll know how painful and inconvenient and reoccurring this can be. Fortunately, there's more that can be done to reduce inflammation and assist in recovery from injuries, and I'll be covering that in this episode. So hang in there for this episode. Check out my Life Changing Foods book, the Medical Medium Life Changing Foods book. That's the book coming out soon after the summer. Um, Try to get an order in if you can. I'm only saying that because I just don't think they're going to stay in stock. Um, The last book had a hard time staying in stock, and I think this is going to be a lot more difficult. So I want everybody to be able to get a copy. Frustration occurs if someone can't get it when they want to, and they need it for their health and so forth, and then we're waiting. So um, maybe you know, getting one, <laughs> getting one now and having it on pre-order and hold is really helpful. So life-changing foods. And what's really cool about this book and really special is it's really unique because it's information about what we can really do with food for the first time ever. It's not just a, a regular recipe book or, or, you know, a, a book that just sits on the coffee table, but you don't read it. It It's literally it's life changing and and like the subtitle says it's it's save yourself and the ones you love what i mean by that is there's information in there to keep us healthy for the long haul uh for our families for our children to come and uh, and their children and so there's there's information in here um that's so critical and so important about what food really does what illnesses what diseases autoimmune diseases and illnesses and conditions to everything from cancers, you name it, um, which food helps with which illness and condition. First time ever um, this is out there because it's coming from spirit and the information is going to be there for everybody. And, um, and not only is there information about foods and what foods do uh, for the illnesses, uh, there's ways of taking all the different foods in there, matching it up to your illness and really knowing how to conquer what's happening in your life. I mean, it's it's really geared for this person who needs to get better, who's looking for answers. But not only that, to protect yourself and your family and moving forward in life, it's specific. It has details about it. It's not just, oh, this is good for this and that's it. So that's a big part of it. Plus, there's a lot more information in there that's critical for health and moving forward in life. So make sure you lock, lock that down if you can. Um, we're here. We're talking about injuries. Um, I'm excited today because of this, because injuries are so confusing. 
they really are. Um, you, you think they wouldn't be. It's kind of, you think they would be clear cut. You bang your knee and it hurts and uh, you go to the doctor and, you know, and the doctor says you either have an injury or you have a, you know, or you have an ACL issue, a torn ACL or whatever it is. And it's straightforward. It's not really that straightforward. Um, some injuries are. And, you know, and, and, and many aren't. And we're going we're gonna to go into this a lot deeper. Um, first of all, it's easy to get an injury. It can happen to anyone at any time. And just when you're thinking it can't happen, it can happen. I remember years ago, you know, I was just walking outside and there was, there was some icy boards and I was trying to step over these icy boards and I slipped right on my butt. <laughs> And it hurt, and it hurt for weeks and weeks and weeks because it was one hard fall on my butt. And so, you know, and that was it. Okay, it healed fine. But what about the person, you know, that slips and they injure their back, they injure their butt, they injure, <laughs> they injure a leg, and it's just not going away. And it's sticking around and sticking around. And I'm not even just talking about breaks. I'm not talking about broken legs. I'm not talking about broken bones. And that, too, we're going to cover, too. You know, making sure that we, you know, we help every aspect of injuries. And, you know, when we get an injury and it doesn't want to budge and it doesn't want to go away, it can be devastating. I mean, it's, it's no joke. I mean, people can suffer. And then if you have a chronic illness around it or a chronic illness happening, you know, in your life or something going on or other symptoms and you have an injury that doesn't want to budge, it just really weighs heavy, really weighs heavy. I mean, is ha- does that happen to you at all or do you know anybody that has an injury plus you got these other problems going on, you know, plus you got diabetes, plus you have some other symptoms, plus you have severe fatigue, then you also have an injury or you have an ankle injury. And if that's happened to you, then you, you know, you understand, you know, how, how harsh it can be, how hard, how complicated, you know, and, and it makes life really difficult. It's one thing to be fatigued. It's another to, you know, have a lot of brain fog. It's another to have, you know, other issues, neurological issues, but then they have an injury on top of it you know, it's just too much. It's too much for a lot of people out there. And I've seen people suffer and I've seen people go through so much. It breaks my heart and it really does. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I've, I've had some people literally with injuries occurring consistently, you know, when they were sick. So I've had people come to me and say, look, Anthony, you know, I've, I've had chronic fatigue syndrome. I've had fibromyalgia. Okay. And now every time I even do anything, I step the wrong way. I got a bad ankle. Um, I walk too much and my hip hurts. Um, you know, I can't, I, you know, I hurt my sprained, my wrist just opening up, you know, opening up a jar of something, a jar of peanut butter or whatever. And, you know, and sprained my wrist. And then now I have my wrist wrapped up, you know, it, I've seen it all. And I, has that ever happened to you? <laughs> because it, it does happen to a lot of people. So the injury thing is a, is a serious deal. And then, of course, there's injuries. There's car accidents. You get into a fender bender, you get into a car accident. Um, you know, we're going to cover that, too. There's people that get into a small fender bender. They're not even injured. And then three days later, they, their whole body's hurting head to toe and hurts for about two years. 
and they, they go to the doctors. The doctors don't even know what it is because they have no physical injury. You know, there's those kinds of injuries that occur, mysterious injuries. We're going to try to cover what we can. There's a lot. So that's another example right there. Um, getting, you know, knocked around, not having anything physically, you know, showing or physical, physically tangible at the doctor's office or, you know, at the emergency room, but yet you're injured. And this happens to a lot of people. And then there's some people they get injured, they just heal from it real quick and that's it. No big deal. They had a small injury, they get better. They had a big injury, well, they healed and all set, done, move forward. You know, they put it past them in their lives. And that confuses a lot of people too. That confuses a lot of people that have ongoing injuries, ongoing trauma, and they don't know why it's not going away. Uh, they don't know why it's not healing. And they see someone else break their leg, mend their leg, and they're off to running, and now they're playing basketball again or something or whatever they're doing. They're you know playing a sport or they're you know, riding their bike no problem. Um, you know, and I've seen people, <clears throat> I've seen people, you know, uh, you know, break their shoulder. You know, get a break in the shoulder. Um, doctor says, well, it's, it's clear. It's clear and straightforward. Should mend no problem. Should be, you know, should be no big deal. And it, everything looks great. It's healed. It looks great on the scan. But then they have leftover pain that's running up into their jaw, running down their arm. And it's now troubleshooting. It's now troubleshooting. And it's like going to doctor to doctor, neurologist to neurologist. Like, what is this? So our injuries come with also um, these leftover residuals, these leftover issues that occur. And if you're a practitioner, you've probably seen this. If you're someone suffering with it, you probably felt it. So, you know, this, this happens. So what? let's talk about, like, the difference between these. So you get somebody who, you know, they injure themselves, they break, they break a, a leg, and break an arm or whatever, and it gets casted, and they come out of the cast, they do a little rehab, a little physical therapy, they're off and running, and then they put it past them, and it's all good. And then what about the person who gets a break, or not even a break, sprains something, it's inflamed, it's swollen. You know, I've seen people with knees that are just barely injured, and they're swelling, and they're swelling for months and months, and there's not even a tear, it's not even a, there's not even ACL tears, not even anything else going on. And I've seen that happen too. So what's what's the difference between these two? Like what's what's going on in here? Is it just what they're eating? Um, is that a piece of it? It's not exactly. Um, a lot has to do with other things happening in the body, like viral conditions, especially the Epstein Barr. I mean, that one for sure has a lot to do with injuries. If you're on, if you have an Epstein Barr um, viral load inside of you and it's percolating and it's going on, and then you get into a fender bender in a car, and the adrenaline's pumping and flooding all through your system, so tons of adrenaline is pumping all through your system, saturating your body, and adrenaline is it weakens the immune system. That's what it does. It drops the immune system down to like half its value when you have that kind of adrenaline surge. And then if you have a viral condition that's peaking, about to peak, that comes out. Next thing you know it, you've got an Epstein-Barr situation on your hands and you're feeling fibromyalgia from a small fender bender, a small car accident for the next year or two. Or if you don't know how to address it and have the answers like I put in the medical medium book or I put on social media or the answers I put in my members groups or whatever it is, if you don't have the answers to how to move forward, you're stuck with this for 10 years. Or 15 years, who knows? I've seen this happen uh, with people so much. 
And so that's one of the aspects is viral conditions that are underlying. They have a huge impact on knee surgeries. That's another thing. Standard knee surgeries, knee replacements, okay? Or, or just, you know, knee, knee fix-its or whatever. Um, standard knee surgeries, okay, where people get a knee replacement, all right? Should be no big deal. Clear cut. Great surgeon. Incredible surgeon. Job gets done great. Uh, state-of-the-art um, uh, knee replacement, Okay, parts, state-of-the-art parts. And, you know, basically should be up and walking um, in, 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 a, in a couple of weeks, in a week or two, and doing rehab. And then next thing you know it, the knee's swelling up, swelling up, not doing good, swelling up. You're back at the surgeon's office, back getting an MRI, and, you know, not sure what's going on, and everything's inflamed, not responding good. This is rampant out there. This is rampant. And then you get someone who has a knee replacement. Boom. They're, they're walking. They're walking in one day. They're walking in one day. Yeah. Well, maybe that's not the right thing to do, but they do it anyway. They were walking in one day. So what I'm trying to say is that you know, this is going on. And when, when, when that does occur and it's a mysterious troubleshooting like knee issue that's lasting and everything, that's a viral condition underneath it. That's something very important to understand. The one virus that tends to work with that mostly is the Epstein-Barr. That's the infamous one that actually keeps the knee swollen, keeps it going. Same as someone bangs their knee or gets an injury on their knee, it keeps it swollen, it keeps it inflamed, could keep it inflamed for six months, keep it inflamed for a year. I've seen it do it for five years for people, whatever. And so that's that's a big part of the injury world. Another big part is the shingles virus. Um, I've seen people, you know, people that work in packaging where they're, you know, they're carrying packages and they're doing things with packages and they're lifting, they're lifting things every day. Nothing really that heavy, 15 pounds, 10 pounds, five pound packages, 20 pounds packet, 20 pound packages, 25, maybe 40 sometimes. You know, light packages for a lot of strong people. I've seen strong people doing this, work, doing this work, and all of a sudden one day something kind of feels weird in their back and in their shoulders. It's unexplainable. They go to the doctor. Um, doctor doesn't know what it is. It's just now it's an inflammation that's developing. Doctor thinks it's a tear. Um, you know, next thing you know, you're at the surgeon's office, surgeon, you know, you get the MRI, get the CAT scans, doesn't look like a tear and all this confusion happens. And lo and behold, it's a shingles virus and it literally stops people from using their arms. They take frozen shoulders. I talk about it in my medical medium book about the frozen shoulders that occurs. <clears throat> so you get, you know, that can happen out of nowhere. The whole shoulder freezes up. People get disabled. They lose their jobs. They got to go on, you know, they got to go on disability, and then the injuries last for 10 years, five years, three years until something's done about it. They go to doctor to doctor. So this is an example. Um, and maybe that's happened to you. Something similar has happened to you. Same thing with neck, neck and shoulder. A lot of that's shingles. You don't need a rash in order to showcase that. I talk about that in the medical medium book. If you haven't gotten the medical medium book yet, what are you waiting for? You just got to get it. <laughs> you got to order it. You have to get it. You have to look at this stuff. It's so important. It's important because you might run into someone else that needs it, that needs the information. Um, and, and my goal is to get the information out there. That's basically what my goal is. That's the number one goal. Uh, that's why we provide tons and tons of info because I just need people to get well in my lifetime. It matters to me. Spirit, spirit wants people better. Spirit has, has instilled in me that same fight to want, want to get people better. Um, so if you haven't gotten the book, get the medical meeting book. Um, 
and learn about how shingles work. So that gets in the neck, it gets in the shoulder. Someone can literally just be fine one day and they turn, turn around, they pick something off the ground and their neck goes. It's completely mysteriously, their neck goes. Okay, they're getting massaged, they're at the chiropractor's office, they're, they're getting, um, <clears throat> they're at the doctor's office either way, you know, and they're getting it looked at and there's no tear, there's no, no break or anything like that. And they got, they got a neck that doesn't work good. Or, you know, they get a shoulder that doesn't work good. These are viral injuries. That's what they are. They're viruses that are kind of perking, percolating. They've been, you know, kind of nesting and they come out and they inflame things. They inflame nerves and muscles. And this is one part of injuries that this is the big part of injuries that's being overlooked. So people walk around with injuries. They walk around with problems. They go to doctor to doctor. They can't get the answers they need unless there's a physical thing wrong that's really there. And even when that gets fixed, they still have inflammation. They still have injuries. And look, if you're someone who escaped all that, just had one little injury or had a break, it mended, you moved forward, you didn't have the viral inflammation, thank God, you know, for you. Because, you know, then, you know, you get to, you get to experience some freedom. And then when we don't have that, we lose some freedom. And it's difficult. So that's what today is about. Like, that's what we're talking about today. We got to get that freedom back. I got to get that freedom back for the person who's dealing with that kind of inflammation that's occurring post injury. So it's like post injury inflammation. Very important. Um, You know, when I'm in a crowd or around a crowd, which I try not to do too often, I try to just save that energy for events. So I can do the light blast and I could do the things, you know, to to be there and sustain. Um, When I'm around crowds, you know, I see back problems everywhere. So I see back issues. And um, even if I'm, even if it's not at an event, even if I'm somewhere else and I happen to be around a lot of people or I'm on the plane and, um, and spirits giving me information about what's happening with anybody behind me, in front of me, on the side of me, left of me, right of me. And I often look at backs and um, I like to see the conditions people's backs are in. And, um, and a lot of times people have the messiest backs. They have their discs are all out of place. They have old injuries. They have soft tissue injury. They have connective tissue injury. They have vertebrae injuries. Um, <clears throat> they have um, um, you know, degenerative discs. They have uh, um, anything, spondylosis. They have all kinds of different things going on with their backs, scoliosis, you name it. And it's amazing how so many people don't even feel it. Don't even feel it at all. Don't even feel it. When they have discs bulging, don't even feel it. Walking around disc bulging, discs bulging for um, 30, 20 years, don't even feel it. And then there's someone who has something equal and they feel it. Or there's someone who has something less and feels it. Or there's someone that doesn't have anything wrong with their back and feels it. Like, you know, the back looks fine. The discs are lined up okay. There's no nerves being impeded. Um, nothing fishy going on. And they're inflamed. And they're inflamed. Okay. And then there's these routine, there's routine back surgeries, like, you know, routine laser back surgeries. Or there's some really good surgeons out there, amazing surgeons who are doing really good back surgeries. Back surgeries are not like they used to be. Back in the 80s, they were just, you know, they were pretty gruesome. Um, and because of technology, and our surgeons were actually getting a lot better with like back surgeries. There's some good clinics that do it and so forth. And, you know, a lot of people, they get a back surgery because they have an impeded nerve or an issue. They get it. They, they get, they get a, um, they get some, 
some um, scar tissue shaved off or or they get uh, a nerve repaired, slightly repaired, or they get they get some work done or they get a, you know, a type of fusion, whatever they're getting done, you know, they walk out of there okay. There's some back surgeries where you same day you're walking out, you're sore, you're on a pain med, but you're walking out and then it recovers. Then there's someone that said, you know, there's someone that goes through a routine back surgery. They're told it'll be fine. They'll be, you know, walking around in a week. They'll be recovering. And it doesn't happen. They have the same pain they did before they went in and even worse. And the mystery of that, that's the troubleshooting mystery. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That has everything to do with the viral inflammation that we have. One person might have a little bit more of a shingles virus, maybe an Epstein-Barr. One person might have both. And those are the two viruses that mostly stand behind the post-injuries that keep them lasting longer. It's a big piece of it. And if you're eating the wrong foods, you're feeding the viral situation. So you're getting more viral inflammation and then that's occurring. And so, so it's a vicious cycle. So that's why foods are important. So we'll cover some of that too. Let's, let's, um, so let's talk about a couple of different things. Let's go with the backs because I like the backs because most people have the back issues. Am I right? I mean, do you have a back issue at all or did you have a back issue at all? Maybe you had one in the past. Maybe it creeps up. Some people say, well, my back goes out every fall. It goes out every fall. Not every time you fall, but every fall, every October, every November, whatever, every late September. So some people, you know, that's what happens in their lives. Their back, the back goes out on them like once a year or every six months or three months. Maybe that's happening with you. So we'll, we'll cover some good stuff with that. So if that's happening and then your back gets better, now that's a good sign. If it's not getting better, well, you got a little bit of viral inflammation, fine, and that could be dealt with. But either way, one thing, regardless of where you stand with your back, you have to learn how to cold pack your back. You know, it sounds simple, cold packing like an ice pack, like cold pack. Um, sounds simple, but you'd be surprised how nobody does it. <laughs> nobody does it. It's one or does it enough. If you get a back injury or just start getting a back injury, you have to jump on it right away. You have to get a cold pack on that back. That's critical. You don't have to burn the skin. You don't have to have ice pressing against your skin, but you have to get a cold pack on it. That's first and foremost. That's how you can completely, you know, elude or you can completely get around it getting worse and worse and worse and the inflammation getting worse. Um, If your back gets tweaked and it starts to get inflamed, there's more than the tweaking the mild injury or the mild movement you did that was off, that's causing this. This is definitely caused by a a little bit of inflammation caused by a viral situation. So you want to jump on it with ice. That's the first thing you want to do. 30 minutes twice a day. That's important. That's a really good amount right there. You want to do it in the afternoon. You want to do it at night. If you can, do it in the morning. Um, but you want to do it every day. The key for this and why you have to do this is you have to train your nerves to get deflamed. Even though deflamed is probably not a word. You want to you want to train that nerve to calm down, push that nerve back. Okay, because you that's a critical piece to it, especially if you're chronic. If you're chronic with back issues, chronic with back injuries, you want to train the nerves 
back. You want to train them down. If you don't, they're going to get inflamed. They're going to start to crack. They're going to start to harden. They're going to start to dry up. And you can't train them down as easy. Okay, so that's that's number one. If you've been doing this a long time, meaning in pain with your back, going through struggles with it for a long time, then still you have to learn how to cold pack it. It still matters. Um, another thing is you want heat on your back early in the morning or in the morning. You want heat in the morning and then ice from there on or cold packs from there on throughout the day. This is really critical, very important. Um, the heat will loosen up the muscles in the morning because the cold packs and the ice does tighten up muscles and tense up muscles, but it's doing that at the, at the same time. It's training the nerve to calm down. It's pushing the nerves back. You want the nerve to be allowed to be pushed back and trained back. So, um, so what you do is you do heat in the morning, okay? And heat swells up the nerve a little bit, but it, but it loosens up all the muscles. And that's what we want. And then later on, during the day, in the evening, it's the cold packs. You want the cold packs there. You want to train those nerves down. It's a great way for a chronic back problem to heal over time. I've seen some people with some slip discs that doctors were like, no, has to be surgery. Can't go with that. It has to be surgery. There's no way around it. And, uh, you know, I've seen the people suffering with this. And then once you do some of these techniques and you, and you work on it just right, you literally can heal from it, move on, and not have back surgery. Um, I've helped people many times over that. So this is something to, to be thinking about. Um, we're going to go over supplements for all this stuff a little bit later, too. Go over supplements and some foods um, as well. So the back issues are big because so many people go through them. Um, people have problems and then you get the sciatic nerve, sciatica, the sciatic nerve. That's a big deal. You get the piriformis, you get the nerves in the piriformis, nerves in the the gluteal nerves, the tibial nerve that runs through all these, the, you know, pudendum nerve, all these different nerves that run through sciatic nerve, especially. And what happens is with people with, with, um, back injuries and viral inflammation, they'll get pain on their toe, but not on their back. They'll get pain on their foot, pain on their calf, like unexplained debilitating pain on their calf that's so bad you can't even stand. You can't stand, you can't move, you can't walk. They go to the doctors, they get MRIs, they get CAT scans, everything checks out fine, nothing wrong. Um, but they have pain that's it could be in their thigh, it could be on their calf, it could be literally down by their toes, it could be on the top of their foot, and the pain is so vicious where there's nothing that can really treat it except for heavy drugs, heavy medications, you know, um, lots of that kind of thing. And and so this is this is a sciatic problem mostly, you know, tibial nerve and sciatic problem caused by a viral inflammation. This is this is viral. It gets into the lower spine, lower back. It can't be seen. You can't see it on MRIs. You can't see it on CAT scans. And <clears throat> and the the nerve sends a signal down to the foot, sends a signal down to the calf. Now, if you're one of those, um, yeah, you're you're dealing with it. You know what I'm talking about. So that's another viral inflammatory situation, mostly from the shingles virus, the sciatic nerve, mostly from the shingles virus. Um, and so that's a big deal. Something to know about. So you got the heat in the morning, like I said before. You got cold and cold packs in the afternoon um, and in the evening. Very important. And then with injuries, it's important to move. It's important to walk. Now, 
it's a catch-22. <clears throat> if you got somebody with really bad fibromyalgia, they got a really bad Epstein-Barr issue, they're inflamed in all their nerves. If they don't move, it gets worse. If they move too much, it gets worse. So there's this vicious cycle. I mean, right? Have you ever known anybody like that? Or have you gone through that? And um, <clears throat> so when that happens, it's really, really... Um, Really debilitating, but but it kind of breaks the spirit because you don't you're really not allowed to exercise. Obviously, you know because you feel like if you push it too much, you're going to be all flared up. Everything's going to hurt, including your back, including your arms, including your legs, neck, whatever. Maybe fatigue will take over too. But if you don't move, it can get worse as well. Everything can get worse. So there's there's we have to find a comfortable like place for you. We're in movement. You know, if you're that kind of person, we have to find that comfortable spot. So, you know, you got to move a little bit. You got to walk a little bit. Same thing with a lower back problem in sciatic in a sciatic nerve issue, whether it's viral or not, whether it's the shingles or it's a, it's a, you know, an injury where your disc is collapsing, whatever it is, we have to move a little. It's very important for recovery to actually move. Walking sticks are important for injuries. Don't have so much pride that you can't get a walking stick. That's 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 not that's not you know it's not debatable. It's not a it's not an issue that you know you're too young or something in your life to have a walking stick or whatever. Walking sticks are really good for recoveries. You have a knee issue, you have a knee problem. Um, don't be afraid to use a walking stick for a little while. You got a back issue. Don't be afraid to take pressure off by using a walking stick for a little while. There's some really good ones out there. There's these fiberglass ones. They're adjustable. They have different handles on them. I love that for people with injuries, people with chronic illness, people with chronic injuries. And it can actually help you walk a little bit more and heal a little bit faster until you don't need it anymore. You don't need the crutch anymore. So that's how it works there. Um, Back braces, back supports, try a few different ones. I think they're fantastic. You know, Bauer Find is my favorite company for people. I've gotten better results by offering back supports and knee supports and elbow supports and wrist supports and and, uh, ankle supports from Bauer Find. I think it's like B-A-U-R and then... um, What's it? Find F E I N D or something, but do a search. I, the spelling isn't correct on all things, but it's Bauer Find. Um, so, what you want to do is you want to check out their their supports. Now they have compression supports. If you have a knee issue, wearing a compressive sleeve, a compression sleeve is ideal, incredibly ideal. And then taking it off throughout the day and putting cold packs on your knees, um, getting the inflammation, the swelling down. I've seen some bad knee injuries heal with no surgeries, without needing surgeries. And I've seen ones that people went through surgery that wouldn't heal heal from doing the right things. Um, some people say, well, I don't want to you know, weaken the muscles in my leg by using a sleeve <clears throat> or a compression support for my knee and or a back brace for my brace for a back support. I don't want to kind of, you know, people say, well, I don't want to kind of do that, but that's, that's actually not correct information. Um, the support is critical and it's important and you're still using your muscles with the support or not, even with using the support, you're still using your muscles. You're still using everything, you know, that you're using, you're still using your body. The only difference is, is actually you're taking a little less pressure off the injury and the inflammation or the viral inflammation and injury. You're taking a little less pressure off and you're able to walk a little bit more and you're able to get stronger. And protect it at the same time. So compressive compression sleeves are really good. 
uh, <clears throat> knee braces are really good. Not knee braces, but knee sleeves. I really like those. So these are some of the things to do, including the walking sticks. These are important. Um, and, you know, understand that that with injuries, um, frustration, ha we have to deal with frustration in a different way. There's nothing more frustrating than an injury because if it happens for a silly reason, you trip off the front porch, you slip on some ice, um, you know, you hurt yourself doing something. We have to, we have to emotionally get grounded about it all. We really do because there's nothing more frustrating, nothing more agitating than having an injury, feeling like you could have avoided it or some, maybe something could have been different that day. Maybe you shouldn't have, you should have walked on the ice differently, whatever it is. Sure. We could learn from our mistakes, but we make these mistakes and we get injured. It's, it's a normal process of life. I, uh, quite honestly, I have never yet seen a single person not sustain, you know, not sustain one injury. And in their life, no matter what. Some many, some less, some really bad ones, some not so bad ones. Regardless, it happens. Frustration levels, we have to kind of calm down. We have to calm down about it. We can't beat ourselves up. We can't punish ourselves for our injuries. That's something that's very important. I know people that, you know, they get injuries literally by the week because they're struggling with a chronic illness. They're trying to move around. They get small injuries while they're doing it. They slip, they fall. All kinds of things are happening. And we have to keep a sense of humor the best we can, as bad as it is. And it is, you know, it's a struggle. we got to keep a sense of humor. We have to stay lighthearted the best we can with these injuries and the pain we go through with injuries. So that's something to keep in mind. I know you're probably saying, hey, Anthony, easier said than done. I've been through a lot in my life. And it's easier said than done. And, you know, it's hard to put a smile on my face when I'm dealing with injuries and dealing with pain, dealing with the suffering I've been through. And I, I understand. I totally understand. It's just that the frustration tightens up all the muscles. Anger tightens up the muscles, tightens up the nerves, puts more pressure on the injuries. So we have to find a way to kind of, you know, relax and, and stay as calm as we can around it. And that's why I'm proud of you guys, because I know you guys do that already. <laughs> and I know whoever, I know who you know, meaning like with your loved ones and your friends, and you guys are doing that already. And I'm proud of you. Exactly, exactly. You're probably, you know, you probably don't need to hear that information because you're already working on it. I get it. So, <laughs> but I can't help it. I can't help but talk about it. So, you don't want to talk about ankle injuries. When someone gets an ankle injury... Um, the idea is to stay off of it right away. Sprained ankle, you know, um, ankle injury, bruised ankle. Um, but there's a fine line between that. You have to use that ankle a little bit. That's why supports are good when you get an angel ankle injury, an angel, an ankle injury. Well, you need angels too when it comes down to injuries. We're going to cover that in a few minutes as well. We're going to bring in the angels for injuries. They do help. And um, so when you get that kind of ankle issue and you, you definitely need, need the support, really important, you need to do things like cold packs. Like I said, on the back, you have to still do that for knees. You still have to do that for ankles. Remember that. That's important. Um, but you have to use the ankle. You may not have to use it in the first day or the second day. 
but you have to start using it with the injury. And you could talk to your doctor about that. You could talk to your practitioner, physical therapist, or, 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 you know, or your healer or your natural practitioner or whatever you can. And, but it's important to move a little bit, you know, putting a little weight on it, putting a little pressure on it when, when it starts to come around a little bit, because if you don't, the injury can sustain longer, it could stay longer, it can get worse. It's there's this catch twenty two fine line in between there. Don't overuse it, okay, because we can get in trouble that way too, but you gotta use it a little bit. The reason why I'm saying this, I know people that injured their, their ankles and stopped using their foot and they've done too much rest on it and very little movement, where it's just just very little. And it slowed down the healing process. It, you have to walk on it a little bit. I'm not taking take. I'm not saying take a one mile walk with it. I'm saying just maybe just a little bit more around the house, maybe a little bit more around the kitchen, and then rest it, rest it, and kind of gauge it. It's one way to help heal the ankles. Ankles actually need that movement. Um, and so that's one tip I could give you that's really important. I'm, I'm offering that tip because so many people ask me about it too. They, they're like, look, I twisted my ankle and it's not healing or I twisted it, thought it was healed. And then I took a hike and now I'm worse than I was before. So there's this gradual thing of movement, healing, moving forward. And you move forward. Now, if you've had fibromyalgia, which is Epstein-Barr with the nervous system, inflaming nerves. So if you've had fibro or you have fibromyalgia and you twist your ankle, you could be dealing with a little bit more of a longer injury, a longer inflammation process that I talked about before. And, you know, that, that requires, yeah, tender, loving care. Plus, like I said before, it's about knocking down the Epstein-Barr you know, get a copy of the book so you learn about Epstein Barr, so you know what you're doing there. Um, so that's a big piece of it. And so I want to talk about nerve damage. So nerve damage with injuries. Anybody out there dealing with like nerve damage, or they're told they have nerve damage? Um, because that's what happens. Some people have these nerve. They, they have these injuries, these physical injuries. And the injury goes away. And they might have had some surgery with these physical injuries, might have been in a car accident, whatever it is that's happened, fallen off of a horse. Um, and the doctor says, well, you have nerve damage now. You, you, that's what's going on here. And your nerves are damaged. And that's why you're feeling this pain. It could be like this for the rest of your life. There is ways of recovering the nerves. There are ways of healing the nerves. And it can be done. So, um, and we're going to cover that with some of the supplements we're going to talk about. Uh, that's important. So don't feel you can't heal your injuries. Try to, you know, let that go. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, Anthony, I, there's no way I can heal. And I said, well, that, that doesn't sound right. Because <laughs> I don't believe that, number one. <laughs> because you can heal there's no question you can. And tell me why you can't heal. That's what I said to the person. They said, well, I just, it's been a long time and I got this nerve damage and I got this, you know, I have this injury and I got another injury and it's just not healing. It's been going on 15 years. The doctor says I'm always going to have this 
and it seems like it's getting worse. And then when the weather comes in and the rain comes in and the, you know, the, the low pressure storms come in or low pressure or high pressure, I feel it. My whole body hurts. It's not getting better. You feel the barometric change. You feel the weather. You know, that's, that's what this person was telling me. And yeah, I understand because when weather changes and weather comes in and the damp weather comes in and the low pressure storms come in, we feel it because there's pressure. It puts pressure on our nerves. And I said, well, look, first of all, we have to get rid of the thought that you can't heal. That, that has to go away. We have to throw that away. That has to be thrown in the garbage. So let's crumple that up like a, you know, a piece of bad paper. And let's just, you know, let's just shoot it into the waste paper basket. Because that's where that has to go right now. And so, well, the person said, well, it's really hard for me to let that go. Because I just, I've been convinced. There's just no way this is healing. I'm convinced. And I said, look, number one, okay, your body responds to your thoughts. Bottom line, it does. It responds to your thoughts. It needs that tender loving care. You have to give your body a chance. And the person said, well, I gave my body a chance. I was all excited. I was all enthusiastic at the beginning of my injury. And, you know, I thought I can heal. And, you know, I went to a lot of different practitioners and I thought I can heal and it didn't happen. And I said, look, we're dealing with a few different things. We're dealing with a lot of a lot of different information we're going to be giving you, Spirit and I. Number one, new information. That's key and critical. Uh, that's why I do the radio show anyway, too. And we're going to give you that new information. That's number one. And number two, you're going to click on that healing process in your body. You're going to click it on right now. You're going to tell your body you know you can heal. You're going to have to do it. I don't care if you don't even believe it. You're going to have to tell your body. You're going to have to start with that. And I told this person, I said, you got to start with that. Three times a day, I said, three times a day, I want you telling your body that it can heal, that it's going to heal and it's healing. Three times a day. I said, I don't even care if you believe it at this point. So you don't have to believe it. I just want you to tell your body that. So the person did that three times a day. Told their body, you're going to heal. If there's, you know, there's no doubt about it, okay? Um, Anthony says you're going to heal. I'm saying you're going to heal. Yes, so this person told their body. Of course, the person didn't believe it meaning didn't believe they were going to heal, but I told that person, that doesn't matter. Just don't worry about that right now. Just tell your body. And it was three times a day for two weeks. And in two weeks, less pain was occurring in the body, a little bit less pain. And then belief started kind of getting stronger. And then with that, we started working on different foods, and then we started working on supplements like the B12 dinosilcobalamin that I'm always putting everybody into because that one right there is literally life-changing for people with nerve issues, neurological problems, you know, nervous system problems from viral issues, injuries, you name it. <clears throat> Getting on the B12 and it started coming together for the first time in 15 years. And then the belief got stronger and the faith got stronger. And then when this person said to their body, I know you're healing. They actually had this feeling like of joy, like this flutter in their, in their tummy, this flutter, this little kind of, this light feeling that went through them, kind of like goosebumps and, and like almost air rushed through them that they actually were healing and they believed it and the faith was building. And if you've been through an injury for a long time and you just don't think you can move forward we're going we're gonna to switch that around. We have to switch that around, and we're going to move forward. Chances are you've had viral inflammation the whole time. You, 
you may have nerve problems, but maybe not really nerve damage. Okay, so that's another thing too. So back to the nerve damage thing. I took you guys off course. <laughs> took you guys off course a little bit because I wanted to tell you that story. Um, but back to the nerve damage thing. Nerves can heal miraculously. They have the ability, we have the ability to grow new cells in our nerves, new tissue in our nerves, and new nerve sheaths, and, and we can heal, and we can move forward. And so if you've been dealing with an injury and suffering for many years with an injury, you can move forward. So we covered a lot of different things. We talked about the back. We talked about back injuries. We talked about icing it, heating it in the morning. We got all that down, okay? We talked about the viral inflammation. So we have to go over supplements, some healing supplements. Let's start talking about that. Supplements. So the B12, that's prime. That's the one that matters, not the most, but it's one of the ones that matters the most. It's one of them. So the B12, the adenosylcobalamin, you guys know it. Many of you guys are knowing it. Now I got people telling me, hey, which I've never talked to before. And I talked to them, they're like, hey, I'm on that adenosylcobalamin, that B12, and it's getting me to feel better. Um, I was helping somebody out that was, they're about, I think they're 92 or 93 years old. And the doctor, told them that, you know, they're getting old, okay, they're 92, they're getting old, and that they're just going to have to live with the pain. So, bottom line, could do a little physical therapy, but you're just going to have to live with the pain. You're just going to have to deal with it. You know, your your injuries that you've had over the years and the pain that you're in and just, it, you're getting old. And you know what, this person, this person refused, refused to take that information and, and digest it. I said, you know what? I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing my age as being getting old. And a person came to me and was telling me this whole story and said, you know what? You just need a little bit of the adenosylcobalamin, the B12, and the mix of the, the methyl and the, the uh, adenosyl, and you need a few more things. And they were taking it, and the pain all went away in 92, 93 years old. And still fine. So you know, it wasn't about getting old. It's another thing too. I got people in their fifties are like, "Well, I'm getting old. This is just how it is. I got pain." No, I said, we can't. <laughs> we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't go there. So um, let's talk about some supplements. We got the B12, the vitamin C, very important for injuries. Vitamin C is a miracle for injuries. You know, oh yeah, but I'm on vitamin C. I've had people tell me I'm on vitamin C. I'm like, how much vitamin C are on? I'm on uh, 200 milligrams of vitamin C. I'm like, that's not enough. That's not enough. That's, that's good. It's good that you're on that. Let's get you on three, 4,000 milligrams. Go to your naturopath. Tell your naturopath you want to take, you know, 6,000 milligrams. You want to take 7,000 milligrams. See what your tolerance is. And then you start, you can start slow and work your way up. You can start with 2,000 milligrams to three and then four because vitamin C can make you go to the bathroom. It can kind of flush your system out. So you want to see your tolerances and you want to kind of rise up. And then you can really help injuries including nerve inflammation, viral inflammation from fibromyalgia, which is Epstein-Barr. You guys know that now. You guys know that now. You know that secret, okay? So <laughs> you know that. Um, silica, living silica is a good one. I like Organo, O-R-G-O-N-O, G5 Siliplant. So that's a great one for injuries, healing injuries. Silica matters. Silica is better than calcium. Better than calcium for t tissue, connective tissue, for bones, um, everything. It actually is better. So that's a great one. Glucosamine is pretty good. I say it's pretty good. The funny thing is, is that people, 
people really like their glucosamine. I'm not going to take it away from them. I've seen it help some people. I don't see it help everybody, but it's one of those things where you'll know if it's helping you. You try it, you see how it works, and then you you know you can you cannot use it. But I've seen glucosamine help some people, so that's one to try. Um, MSM MSM is really really uh, helpful. Um, nettle leaf that's one right there. It's really incredible. So nettle leaf is important. Nettle leaf tea, nettle leaf capsules, nettle leaf tinctures, plant-based omegas, omega-3s. So plant-based omegas, that's a great one. So you want that. Um, Natural calm, that's a good one. Magnesium, magnesium glycinate or natural calm using both of them are incredible for injuries. Spirulina, that's amazing for injuries as well. Spirulina is incredible for injuries because it provides so many micronutrients to injured areas. The body really has the ability to move forward. So these are some of the great supplements to use. Foods, top foods, leafy greens, kale, kale, spinach, lettuce, arugula, um, mescaline mix. These are amazing for injuries. Oranges, never underestimate oranges. They help heal injuries. If you eat an orange once a month, you're not going to get your injuries getting better. You know, on, in Life-Changing Foods, the book, um, I really lay it out to what fruit, what vegetable really does help, what condition, what illness. And if you increase that one food and then you find another food in the book that also can heal that same illness and you increase that food, things start to change. And it's really detailed in the book. So make sure you remember to get that and get one. Broccoli, incredible for injuries. Wild blueberries, nothing compares to wild blueberries for injuries. Two cups a day, every single day. That's amazing. Strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, cherries, sweet potatoes, and winter squash. Can't go wrong with those. Incredible. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, but they're nightshades. That's what people say. Oh, yeah, but they're nightshades. Nightshade. I can't eat a nightshade. No, you eat a fresh, ripe tomato. Try to get an heirloom tomato if you want. I need a fresh heirloom tomato, ripe tomato. It's incredible for injuries. Very important. Inflammation, viral inflammation. So um, asparagus, supersonic for injuries. Sea vegetables like dulse, kelp, nori, sesame seeds, tahini. You can have some tahini in your hummus. You can have make a tahini dressing. Apples, grapes, grapes, grapes. Don't worry about the whole grape thing where people are like, oh, there's a too sweet. There's too much sugar. Grapes are incredible for recovery. Incredible phytochemicals, antioxidants for connected tissue, soft tissue, for ligaments to, you know, everything, bones, you name it, organs, incredible for injuries, incredible for bruises, uh, anemia, you know, low iron, all of that. Grapes are amazing. So keep that in mind. Um, zinc, very important to take your zinc when you're dealing with all the injuries because viral inflammation is behind so many different injuries as I was talking about before, making the injuries last long. So remember about the zinc and keep that in there. And even some cat's claw, sometimes that's a good idea as well. Lemon balm, that's a good idea. Is your antivirals? Olive leaf is a good idea for injuries because it's an antiviral, very important. So... We're at the end of our talk, so we're just closing up on a few more things. Know that I love you. Know that I care about you. If you're dealing with these injuries, hang in there for me. 
we can get better. We can move forward one step at a time. It, sometimes it doesn't take much, but just a little, a little bit to move us forward. It's not your fault. You're a good person. I love you dearly. Thank you for hanging in there for this show. Blessings. Bye. And I'll see you next week. Love you.